0: What up, everybody? Welcome back to The Missing Piece. Today, we're going to unpack... Some terrible cliche coaching, and it is in the simple question when people say, "How bad do you want it?" And this is this is like the total cheesy bullshit I used to see when I first got into the fitness industry, and it took me a while to sort of get outside of it and think through why it was so problematic. So when I'm talking about cheesy and cliche, I mean I'm just talking about coaches who think that either a they got to motivate people through a workout, it's like a personal trainer type situation, you know, and they'll they'll scream shit at people when they're like doing reps, be like, "How bad do you want it? Or if the person misses a workout or they, they quote unquote screw up on their diet plan, which is something you can do with other coaches and their stupid fucking programs, but not with my program. Um, you know, they screw up on their diet plan and the coach goes, you didn't want it bad enough. Or if they, they're, you know, they didn't lose weight or like whatever it is. And it's this, this, this attachment to like, how bad do you want it? Or it's the statement of you don't want it bad enough. And here's the thing that is true. Here, that is a true statement. If you, per, if you say you want something, but you are unable to do the actions that would get you there. You're unable to follow up on the actions that would get you to get the thing that you want. It is true. You don't want it because if you want something, you don't need motivation. Like you are intrinsically motivated to go and do the things to go get that thing. So that's true. If you, if you, if your behavior is not lining up, however, that doesn't make it useful information. It doesn't make it useful. And that's what I want to unpack today is like, dude, if you can find these misalignments, if you work with clients in any capacity, whether it's business coaching or, or, uh, you know, fitness coaching or just any sort of way where you are leading somebody to a goal and their behaviors don't line up. I want to show you how to ask some useful questions to, to really get to the root of what they do want. Because when you want something, like I mentioned before, you're intrinsically motivated to do the behaviors that get you there. And when you do have, you know, let's call it moments of going off course where you slip up or you quote unquote screw up or whatever, if you really truly want something, those moments just become little speed bumps. They're like, it's an opportunity to problem solve, it's an opportunity to course correct. But if you don't really want what you say you want, then these little speed bumps become a whole reason to just give up. You're like, oh, fuck it. I'll just never do this. And and that's just a way of, that's just your subconscious mind letting you off the hook and telling you it's too hard. So here's here's what I mean. When you ask that question you know, or when you make that statement, like you don't want it bad enough, it's true. They don't want it bad enough, but it's not useful because when you say it with that tone and with that inflection, what you're doing is you are attaching shame to the fact that they don't want it. You're attaching You're making them feel ashamed of the fact that they don't want the thing that you think they should want. And so what that's doing, the real problem here is that you're reinforcing the belief that there are things in life that we quote unquote should want. Right. Which fits into this bigger picture problem of there are things in life that we should do or there's a way that we should live our life. And a lot of people get stuck here, whether it's like the quest for truth, like I want truth at all costs while negating to look for anything that's useful and actually serves us. Or it's the quest to be right at all costs and completely ignoring nuance and context of specific situation, ignoring the fact that there's a lot of gray area in life. And so you get stuck here doing all the things you think you should do, being the person you should be, and you're never asking the question, well, says who? Who says I should want that, or I shouldn't want that, or I should do this, or I should be this. And that's a trap that you can get stuck in. And what you're doing when you fall into that trap is you are essentially surrendering your own authority over your own life. When you're living from a place of, I should do this, oh, I shouldn't want that, what you're actually saying to yourself is that someone else knows what's best for me better than I do. And you're surrendering your autonomy and you're surrendering your freedom. Because the highest freedom you can have is to trust your own authority. And that and that's where most people want to get to, but they don't know how to get there. And so, you know, to get back to our example of not wanting it bad enough, well, how about rather than attaching shame to the obvious fact that they don't want it, why not get curious? Like, hey, was this week an anomaly that you missed all your workouts and like couldn't hit your macros? Was it an anomaly because you were traveling or stressful work? Uh, Or is this an ongoing problem? Uh, Is there an ongoing logistical problem that we can troubleshoot? Or sometimes it's like, is the juice not worth the squeeze anymore? Let's just say, let's just say somebody wants to lose 60 pounds and they do all the things they need to do and they lose the first 50 and the last 10 are kind of problematic. They're fucking tired of restricting themselves. They're tired of not going out to eat or whatever, right? And so it might just be a question of saying, hey, like, hey, are you happy with where you're at? And give them the opportunity to say yes, because there's nothing that they should or should not want. They might say, hey, dude, I thought I wanted to lose 60. I got down 50 pounds. My clothes fit great. I feel confident. I feel like it's easy to maintain here. I just don't want to lose weight anymore. The juice isn't worth the squeeze, at least not right now. And let them give them an opportunity to say what they want. Dude, it is the same with business growth. Like I've i have been in this place with business before too, where it's like, I said I wanted this. You know what I mean? And um, I said I wanted to get to this level. And then halfway through, I'm like, fuck, I don't know if I want to get to that level. Like this is, this is back in the gym when I was like, man, I, I actually, I don't want to get to that level because it would require... Um, having a staff, like a big staff, and I don't want to manage people. <laughs> you know what I mean? So what we did, is we just course corrected and changed our business model to be less top line revenue, but more profitable at a, at a mid level of, of revenue with enough staff to give me the lifestyle I wanted. And I was happy, you know, and it was a very valuable business now because there was actually profit flowing through to the bottom and it wasn't growth at all costs. So I think it's completely happy to say, I think it's completely okay to say, are you happy with where you're at? And if so, stop attaching shame to the fact that you don't want to push as hard as you used to. And this could be an external relationship, guys. This could be you dealing with employees or dealing with clients or whatever. This could be an internal conversation as well. Give yourself permission to be happy with where you're at. And to give you a a real life example, you know, obviously I'm the fitness guy. And so my friends, they text me about fitness stuff all the time. And it's totally cool because I'm happy to talk shop with people. And one of my buddies the other day was saying, Hey man, do I need to get, or he he asked me about something I do. And I said, and I said something about like, well, blah, blah, blah. Like I, you know, this many grams of carbs or something. And he goes, well, should I, he goes, dude, do I need to get on the macro counting train? I'm like, I don't know. Do you (laughs) like, let's talk about it, you know? And, And, and what happened basically was he knows essentially how to put together a balanced plate, uh, to get enough protein in. He's recovering well from his workouts, which he's judging through his, um, his Garmin. Um, you know, he's happy with his body composition, meaning like he looks good. He's fucking fit. Is he a top, you know, 90, is he a top one percent, no. Is he a top ten percent? Absolutely. So he looks fucking fit with clothes on. He's happy with how his body performs. He swims, runs, bikes, and lifts, and he can do all the things he wants to do. And at that point, I'm like, "Well, dude," and, and I actually said to him, I'm "Like, well, with that level of activity, because he he shared with me like his his log of activity for the week, I go, I'm going to be honest with you, with that much activity, like." you know, you could get down to probably, I said, you know, how much body fat are you at right now? It's like, if I had to guess, I'd say 15. Like, okay, with that level of activity, with a moderate deficit, you could get to 12% pretty easily, like in terms of time, but all your activities would suffer. You'd be hungry in like, you definitely would have to cut out alcohol. This guy likes to party. And, you know, at least for that short period of time, to get from a 90% body to a, to a top 1% body, like you have to cut out alcohol for a short period of time or a longer period of time. And he goes, you know what, man? I don't want to. <laughs> He's like, I'm happy with where I'm at. You know, I look good. I like the way I feel. I'm able to perform and do all the things that I want to do, you know? And I was like, well, why the fuck would you take on the mental bandwidth of learning a whole new skill of counting macros when, it, when you don't even necessarily need a big result out of it? He's like, you're right. I was like, I know I'm right. I do this shit for a living. I sent him a bill. No, I'm just kidding, I did. But the fact that the fact of the matter remains is the exercise remains true. I could have I could have been a dickhead coach and be like, yeah, everybody should count their macros, otherwise they're a lazy piece of shit. Everybody should want to be 12, 10, 9, 8% body fat because you don't want it bad enough or some stupid cliche if you don't, right? But I don't think there's, I, I'm not a dickhead coach. Um, and, and what I think is what you want is what you want. And I'm going to help you get there using the guidelines and the knowledge that I have. But it's all going to start with where do you want to go, right? And so when we, and so getting all the way back full circle, when we find these misalignments between our actions and what we say we want, it's a great time to look inward a little bit, to introspect a little bit and be like, okay, do I still want this thing? Did I ever want this thing truly? Right? Because it might be true that you don't want it. It might like, I, like for me, like, ah, dude, at one time I wanted to be, um, you know, 8% body fat and I achieved that a couple times. And then one day I was like, fuck, this is no way to live my life. And now I hang out at like probably, you know, 12% of my leanest and 15% probably most year round. I'm so much happier. I, just, I was like, I don't want that anymore. Right? So it, it might be true that you don't want something, but rather than feel ashamed of not wanting it. Like I, like I, at first I was like, man, I'm a fitness trainer. I should be a top 1% physique. And I was like, well, dude, I'm not ashamed of it. Like, I'm just like, what do I really want? And what I really want is a life where I can go on date nights and, you know, have some drinks with friends and enjoy myself without being, um, completely obsessed all the time. You know, there are a couple periods throughout the year where I'm like, fuck yeah, you know, I get my motivation up. I'm like, I do want it. And I can go short periods of time of going really aggressive with my food. Right. And in terms of tracking and cutting out alcohol and getting down to a low body fat percentage, awesome. But I don't want it all the time. So the, the key, the skeleton key that underlies everything is when you're finding this misalignments between your action and what you say you want, give yourself permission to want what you want and don't want what you, what you think you should want. <laughs> and, and look at where you want to go and find the useful information about what's the best way to get me to where I want to go and let all the other expectations that are put on me from somebody else, let those lie where they are you know, because at the end of the day, there is no right or wrong. Like this is your game that you're playing. This is your life. This is your body. This is your time. You you can't get any of those things back once you spend them. You can't get your time back once you spend it. So every second that you spend um, trying to fit yourself into a mold, right? Trying to create behaviors to get an outcome that was somebody else's expectation is time. You're never going to get back and time. You're going to be really fucking sad that you spent later on in life. So the quicker you can just look at what you want and be able to continually look inward at what you want and be able to change it as seasons of your life change as, and as you, you know, as, as thing, as you change what you desire will change, being able to constantly introspect and change course and release old goals and release old desires and have no shame about it. You know, the faster you'll be able to be in true alignment with all your behaviors and where you're going with your life. And that's true in the fitness front. That's true in the business front. It's true in relationships. It's true in everything. If you have expectations that did not come from inside of you, they're making you miserable. (laughs) So learn to learn to sort that shit out, get rid of other people's expectations or what, or, you know, whatever the random shoulds that you think should be happening in your life. And, um, and just get clear on where you're going and what you want. And, uh, you'll find a sense of inner peace that, you know, eludes many people. All right. If you found this helpful, do me a solid, just share it, hit that little share button, share it over to a friend, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not super active on social right now, but if you are tagging me on Instagram, by the way, which I love when you guys, um, po- you know, posting your stories, the, the podcast and stuff, I actually get a bunch more downloads when you guys do that. Um, use my, do me solid. Do, use my Paul dot Lingzo account. Um, long story short, that one got shut down for a while. Then I started another one, the Paul Lingzo official. Um, and then I got the other one back. And so I'm just using that one. Cause I got um, more history and more posts and all that shit there. But, um, that's what's up guys. Um, Thank you for listening. I'll catch y'all soon.